Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. I got a sneeze. It'll happen in the next 20 seconds or so, but I'm trying not to get too far into my thought before I have to stop. <clears throat> Big quarter, small three-eighths mile racetrack, and um, finished second there too. So second stuff sucks. The crowd is awesome. You out there for a, a spur of the moment you know, race and, and your free admission. And I had a hard time after the second uh, episode watching myself get knocked out of the playoffs again and dumb that down. None of us went to college, man. <laughs> Bubba just decided to run through me and sent me through Ty and spun him. He got me again and then got me again the next corner. So I, I think at that point, you know, I was three times in my none. So I was just, I wanted to get him back before the checkered. I wasn't trying to spin him out or anything. I was just trying to shove him through the corner like he was doing me. All Freak Nation, some <laughs> highlights last uh, Saturday night. From the Clash, post-trace, Denny Hamlin, your winner at the Clash there in Los Angeles. If you've been under a rock or you've just been looking forward to watching those Grammys on a Sunday night and you didn't know what the hell happened with the Clash there at Los Angeles, well, what happened was there's this river storm extravaganza hellfire that's coming in from Hawaii or somewhere. And getting pushed a little bit from San Francisco and maybe, let's just throw Russia in there. Let's, you know, the, the whole world, the North Pole, everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Every freaking storm that you could imagine hit Southern California Saturday night through Sunday and today. It's it's bonkers. So what NASCAR did, they moved freaking mountains to get this race off Saturday afternoon, evening there at the Coliseum. And they also got the NASCAR Mexico Series off after that prior to the rain coming in. So congratulations to NASCAR for get, getting it done. On uh, Saturday night there at the L.A. Coliseum when their whole big-ass party was scheduled to be Sunday afternoon. But dang it, they did it, and congratulations to that. Freak Radio Network, how are you doing? 100-plus affiliates across the country, including Sirius XM and every audio affiliate, excuse me, every audio app, as you could imagine, and Mav TV for housing the freaks. Uh, YouTube, Facebook Live, what's up, Crash Gladys? Uh, Statman having some technical difficulties. Richard C. Suave's here. I'm here. Our house cat may jump in from time to time, but dang it, it's going to be a hell of a two hours coming up here in the Freak Nation. We're going to hear from NASCAR Cup pilot Eric Jones. He'll be here in the Freak Nation. This dude's sitting third in points in the 450 Supercross Series. Aaron Plessinger, he'll be here in the Freak Nation. And happy birthday to Alice Cooper, who turned 76, oh. turned 76 on Sunday. And with the Grammys on Sunday, I thought, why not? Let's throw in some freaking Alice Cooper interview from 1998. Alice Cooper nominated for three Grammys. The last Grammy he was nominated for, I believe, was 2019. Uh, a part in the live showing of Jesus Christ Superstar. Alice Cooper was in that crasher. Did Wow, the things you learn. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. However... Didn't I heard you mentioning the name Sarah Bareilles, mm -hmm. one of our daughter's favorite singers. 
Was he with her in that Grammy nod? Absolutely. Okay. But again, that was not, now that I, was, it's all getting together in my head. 2019. Now. So I just thought, listen, let's make a connection. Happy birthday to Alice Cooper on Sunday, 76 years old. Grammy's on Sunday. Uh, the Freak Radio Network and Speed Freaks. Yeah, it's it's a motorsports show, but dang it, we throw in musicians from time to time. We go back in the archive. We throw in lots of music. It's not time to yeah. time. It's it's several a month. Yeah. So there you go. Eddie Van Halen was with us last week as he was celebrating his 69th or would have celebrated would his 69th have. birthday. So there you go, Freak Nation. The clash went off. It went off. I was surprised with the crowd. Denny Hamlin, who for the last 10, 15 laps, I have no idea how he won that damn thing. His left front was on freaking fire. But the dude seemed to be able to pull it out and win that damn thing. Ty Gibbs thought he had it. Joey Degano thought he had it. Kyle Busch thought he had it. But Denny Hamlin, he got himself to win. And locking up that front, how did you pull it off, Denny? I didn't know it was locking. I mean, I, I could feel it locking up, but I didn't see the smoke or know how bad it was. And with these cars... It's just it's it's the configuration of the track, right? We're we're breaking heavily and we're starting to turn. And once you take the load off the left front, it's it, it smokes it. And if you smoke it one good time, that thing has a flat spot. So as it goes around and you go to the next corner, it's gonna find that flat spot again and it's just gonna keep making it worse. So once I did it one good time, that was it. You know, I was I was destined to do it just about every corner unless I really backed up my braking and then I was gonna get run over. Anyway, so I just said, screw it. You know, hopefully the t tire stays together. Um, I've got to smoke this thing to keep my entry speed up high enough to where I don't get pummeled. And, you know, fortunate for me, Kyle was behind me. There was probably no other person, a teammate or not. Like, there's no other person I'd rather have third in that situation because he's just always been super fair to me. Whoa, that's, that's a cool comment. I did not get that last night. Wow. Wow. Like you said, teammate or not, of course, he's referencing when they were teammates just a couple of years ago. Now they're not. That, what a comment. I'm really blown away right now. I did not expect that to come out of his mouth. Awesome. Kudos to him. And as he said, his front, his left front was locked up. He had issues going into the turns. Yep. We may hear from Kyle later on in the show. Kyle, his issues were coming out of the turns. So Kyle could beat him into the turn, but then Denny pulled away coming out. And that's hence how Denny went on to the win. Richie, you are our special guest there covering it from a social media standpoint and being our boots on the ground there at the LA Coliseum. Again, a, a, a dude that we expected you to be there tonight from the <laughs> media center with the winner, right. but no, it didn't happen. But you were in the stands when this was going down with Denny Hamlin and that left front. Was the crowd paying attention to that, or was it just something that they paid more attention to uh, on the broadcast? I, th I think it was more of, again, I was up in the press box, so um, it was a little bit harder to hear the fans and if they were booing or cheering or anything. But that was what I – so I had the broadcast. I was listening to mm -hmm. the Fox broadcast in the, in the press box, so – what they were talking about is the same thing you guys saw as well, and the same thing I saw, which is I did not expect Danny to win that race because he, he was dealing with that the last probably 20 laps of the race or so. Basically, once he took over the lead, when I saw that, I was like, I even texted you guys. I was like, gosh, dang it. <laughs> Kyle Busch has a chance to win this thing. He's going to send that thing into the corner because Danny's <laughs> got this, this issue and be able to beat him into the corner and win the race. And good on Danny Hamlin for being able to deal with what he had in that tire rub and that issue he had going on. And he was able to still win the race. I was, I was shocked that Denny held on to win that thing and nobody got around him. 
Um, and of course he hat tipped the fans in the, after the race and saying, guess what guys, I beat your favorite driver. Again. Bang. We need to talk about that later in the show, because I've seen some people on Twitter saying, oh, this was a boring race. And now oh, then Denny tries to. That's your translation the- of how Twitter, if, if Twitter was speaking, that's how yes. the tweets would come. Across. Yes. Okay, that would it. be the actual voice impersonation yep. of a Twitter bot. Yes. Okay. Or X bot, whatever we're calling it now. But yeah, people were upset. They thought it was boring. And then they said Denny was baiting the crowd afterwards. Isn't that a good thing? You guys want drama these days. You're watching Drive to Survive. You're watching NASCAR on Netflix. You're watching 100 Days to Indy. Don't you want drama? Then you get drama and you complain? I I don't understand that mentality, people. So maybe the race wasn't the greatest race in the history of mankind. It still brought you some fun. It's different. It's not a three-stage typical NASCAR race these days. And then at the end, you get a little heat and you get upset. Deal with it. Good for the heat. Thank yeah. you, Denny. It was. Again, the ending, I, I wish Statman was here to defend his point of view. He right. hopefully will be joining us here in, in moments, but I had no problem with that ending. It's a nope. freaking bumping and banging. It's it's door. But listen, that's what we wanted at the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. This isn't a points race. I want these guys to figure it out. They want You want them to settle it there on the track with their cars and their their inability to turn into turn one and, <laughs> and turn three. Or point fingers at each other like Ty Gibbs and Joey right. Logano did post-race as well. Yeah. Uh, Denny Hamlin, what he got out of uh, the Clash win. Probably the 11 teams, the only thing that really got anything out of tonight. Uh, you know, realistically speaking, I, I even mentioned on another interview that, like, if your favorite driver didn't even make the race, I'm not really sure it's a huge deal, right? It, it just isn't. There's only one winner that comes out of this weekend. I mean, ask how, how he feels about it. He's just like, probably, eh. You know, I think he was on the podium last year and there's just not much correlation. There is some, but not a lot. And so there's there's only one winner and certainly it's the the 11 team tonight. And uh, we got a few new members on our team, both on the road team and engineering. So uh, to break them in uh, with a victory, uh, you know, we spoil them early. The Martinsville comparison, I get it. I get all that. Uh, It's it's a great stroke for the team. I understand what he meant about the team coming in there that. This is such unfamiliar territory where you park the truck, where you pit, uh, pit boxes. You've got the crew chiefs up in the stand. So you could pull something from this race. Just you got yourself a win. It wasn't a whole lot of pressure. But yeah, you're going into Daytona with a W crash. Well, what was that, Suave? You said something along the lines last night of, is there a clash bump? Mm -hmm. That's a thing, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because remember, 2022, who won in 2022 at the inaugural clash? Was right. that Logano? It was Joey Logano that won in 2022. Who won last year in 2023? Who won the clash? Truex. Martin Truex. What happened to Martin Truex? Well, he won the regular season championship. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So not necessarily on to the overall championship, but there's little nuggets here that you can take. You win the clash, break. therefore you win something else big in the we season. We got a break. Crash Gladys. We're going to hear from Kyle Larson, Kyle Bush, and more coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and... Lucas Hall Studio. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas fuel treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. 
It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire delivers. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAV TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway on June 1st and 2nd, 2024. The time to get your tickets is now. Let's go! Yeah! For only $10 down, you can lock in your seats for an incredible weekend of family fun featuring the Enjoy Illinois 300 and the Confluence Music Festival. It all adds up to one amazing party. Go to www.raceway.com for the hottest ticket of the year. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-296-1251. 800-296-1251. That's 800-296-1251. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Coming up in June of this year, it'll be 24 years of Speed Freaks with Statman, Crasher, Richard C. Squab, yours truly. Be sure to hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and I got to remind you guys, we had a couple of inquiries on our, our DMs with Twitter asking about Beat the Freaks again this year. Mm. Yep, uh, Beat the Freaks will be back where you're going to pick three drivers, and if we pick you on Twitter, you'll go up against Stat, Crash, and me. If you beat us with these three picks for cup races or IndyCar races, you're going to take home a set of general tires. You follow me? Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Speed Freaks on Twitter, and official Speed Freaks on Instagram to where you can possibly take home a set of general tires. If you beat us with Beat the Freaks uh, every weekend, there is some racing. And typically, we put that out on Friday afternoon, Saturday morning. Can we just put our 
listeners, our viewers at ease though right now. Mm -hmm. We did record a Beat the Freaks for this coming up clash. But when we saw the incoming weather, we thought, ooh, this is going to be canceled. Let's just not put it up there. We just won't do Beat the Freaks this weekend because there's not going to be a clash anyway. Oops, shame on us. But let me just say, I had Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch, so you wouldn't have beaten me. All right, (laughs) fair enough. Who else? I don't even, I think my third was Christopher Bell, so oops. But I had Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch, number one and number two. Enough. All right, just be sure you follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks for your shot at set of General Tires, the official tire of Speed Freaks. Again, the clash wrapped up Saturday night. Supposed to be wrapping up Sunday night. Didn't happen, man. I wrapped up Saturday night. Denny Hamlin, your winner. And going into this, Going into the offseason, we knew that Denny Hamlin had issues with the shoulder, shoulder issues. We didn't realize that the shoulder issues were as severe as they were. And, of course, this is the first race with Denny Hamlin, your clash winner. Uh, Denny Hamlin had to put some of that pressure on that shoulder. How'd that shoulder feel there, DH? It is. It's very good. Um, I, uh, yeah, You know, we knew that this race was going to fatigue it a little bit. Adrenaline is such a factor. I mean, like, you know, last year, even though it was really, really bad, it's uh, adrenaline. Once you get in the car, it's just, it's a lot different. Dude's got his hood up. I can sympathize with that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, overall, I, it feels better than I thought it would, uh, considering, you know, how far you have to crank the wheel at this racetrack. Uh, but it, you know, the race is just short enough to fatigue it a little bit. So when I get to Daytona, it'll be nice and strong. <laughs> yeah. Nice and strong for a 12-hour race. No, not really, but yeah. Adrenaline, I get it. Adrenaline could do wonders for injuries when it comes to sports. We see it all the time in ba- basketball, football, baseball, NASCAR, IndyCar, uh, what adrenaline can do to uh, lessen the pain of what you're feeling in that cockpit. Is- Didn't Denny come into the clash 10-plus years ago with a busted-up ankle? I feel like this isn't Denny's ankle or first... Knee. Yeah, something from a basketball mm-hmm. injury. I feel like this right. isn't his first rodeo on being recovering from an injury coming into the season. Right. He's a pro. <laughs> so, yeah, I, a lot of concern about Denny Hamlin and that shoulder going into the clash. Well, you saw how much that affected him. Left front's locking up. Ah, who cares? Shoulders bothering. Man, I got this. It was Denny's day. He gave us, he dropped the hint on X that mm, this race might be, the time might be changed. And then he gets the pole, and then he takes the win. I mean, this was just Denny's day. Nobody was going to get in his way. That was yeah, it. let's let's talk a little bit about that. Again, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes coming up here in the Freak Nation. Let's talk a little bit about that. Richard C. Suave, mm-hmm. you're there in the Coliseum, okay? Jeff Gluck, who covers NASCAR for The Athletic, put out a beautiful picture of the Coliseum, blue skies, clouds, a wide shot of the racetrack, and saying something to the effect of, why can't today be... Right, race day, right. and Denny Hamlin responded to that tweet. How? I don't have it directly in front of me, but he said uh, he basically said, "Why can't it not be?" Or why can't it or stay tuned? He said, "Stay tuned." Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were there covering the race on Saturday, when did you get an inclination that this might come about? Were they talking about it in the press room in the media center at all? I had I had no idea. I showed up like r- maybe. 20 minutes before they dropped it. Then I think it was Bob Pockrass or Jeff Gluck that broke the news on, on Twitter. And, uh, and that's how I found out like everybody else. And they announced <laughs> it in the, uh, in the stadium as well. 
which at that point was pretty empty during the middle of the day. It started to fill up quite a bit as the night went on. And actually, by the end of the night, by the time the checkered flag flew, like there was a, I'd, I'd say, look, I'm terrible at estimating attendance, but I'd say like five to 10,000 people there. Like mm-hmm. there was a decent sized crowd on the one side of the stadium because they had a bunch of it. You can only sit in a certain place. But uh, yeah, that was the first time I found out and it was genius. And we talked to um, Kyle Larson, Kyle Bush about it um, prior to the race as well. And they, every single one of them was like, this is, this is genius. This is a great decision. They applauded NASCAR for doing it. And, and Kyle Bush made the point. He was basically like, listen, we don't want to pay for a hotel room. Cause we were going to, they were <laughs> going to be there at least until Tuesday. Cause the weather wasn't going to let up at all. So everybody was on the same page page here and people are still whining about this. I'm like, well, why do they, why close sucks? Blah, 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 blah. What did they do that for? Yeah. Dude, they got the race in, they had a 150 lap race in right. and, and they ran another 150 lap NASCAR Mexico race. That was won by Daniel Suarez later the night as well. So I, I NASCAR couldn't have done it any better than they did, to be honest, when they were dealt with a really, really bad hand. And listen to this. Everybody was free. Nobody paid a dime to get in there, too. So NASCAR lost money, but still made their event, their doubleheader event, go off. Stop complaining. You can't do any better than that. Yes, it was a massive risk moving an event up one day, moving it earlier because, yeah, you're going to get people upset who made plans, who were going to maybe fly in on, on Sunday morning and or who had plans for Saturday, couldn't go out to the Coliseum, could only make it Sunday. But guess what? Nobody messes with Mother Nature. Mother Nature always wins. So for NASCAR to move it up just to get the event in because otherwise it guaranteed would have been canceled, props. Yeah, I mean, the experiment was a great success and we proved that we can do it anywhere. Um, I said the first year we came here, I mean, it was a huge win for the sport. And, um, you know, now that, you know, we've raced in one of the most historic stadiums in, in the world, uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, I think you can pick this up and place it somewhere else if, if you needed to or something completely different. We've done crazier things at this point, right? It's dirt races. There's little small tracks like this, street races, you name it, we can do it. Hey, look, Ryan Blaney, your 2023 NASCAR Cup champion, he didn't qualify his way into the race. Right. He used his championship exemption to get in there. What did Blaney think about the class? I'd say it was a success. Yeah. Honestly, like, I think all three years has been received really well. And, yeah, okay, the racing side can get a lot of – a lot of chaos at points but i think everyone enjoys it like the fans enjoy it and it gets good coverage i, I think it's it's been a success I, I don't see any negative sides to it really there's speculation that it may end up in another country we'll get to that sometime in the show but one thing you've got to remember is the california speedway is at least another year from opening up if it does open up mm-hmm. still a lot of conversation about it going to a short track, moving to a short track. I'm told that it's still going to be a short track. And this is from someone who actually walks into the front door there at the California Speedway. But remember that that's at least through 2025, meaning it's not going to be back in 2025. And they really need this LA market, man. It's not a points race, the clash I'm talking about, but still you're getting in the Los Angeles market. And when it comes to advertisers and broadcast partners, Yeah, you want to be in Los Angeles. You want to be in Los Angeles. Even if you think this is gimmicky, whatever the case may be, the pre-race party, the mid-race party was going to be legit on Sunday. Uh, 
tickets were, uh, from what I was told, tickets were selling as good or better than last year, whether it was due to the racing or the actual musical talent that was going to be blessing those with inside the Coliseum. Don't know. But, man, they're going to need Los Angeles. So this talk about moving to another country, which we're going to get to, uh, would kind of blow my mind if they do that. I, I understand about things wearing off and the, the special, but you need Los Angeles. You need Los Angeles. You need Los Angeles, but when things do wear off, you do need to be bold enough to make a change and yeah. to evolve to keep that luster shiny. I mean, you just – you. It's okay. They'll they'll be in L.A. in one way, shape, or form. They could move the awards banquet there. There's so many different things they could do to entice the L.A. market if they move the clash out of the country. Ooh, right. there's a hashtag. Clash outside the country. <laughs> Bang. Hashtag, man. Freak Nation, I was talking about Ryan Blaney a few minutes ago about how this guy, your 2023 Cup champion, <laughs> did not qualify into the clash. <laughs> what did he do? He used his provisional, well, championship. Uh, winner to points, get into the basically. Clash. He was right. the top of the points. There you go. Uh, Eric Jones, who's running for Jimmy Johnson and Richard Petty. Again, this year in a Toyota, he did not qualify. However, Crasher, yours truly, and Statman, we caught up with Eric Jones prior to the Clash, and he joins us next. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway on June 1st and 2nd, 2024. The time to get your tickets is now. Let's go! For only $10 down, you can lock in your seats for an incredible weekend of family fun featuring the Enjoy Illinois 300 and the Confluence Music Festival. It all adds up for one amazing party. Go to www.raceway.com for the hottest ticket of the year. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. 
There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM, 866-549-TERM, 866-549-TERM. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-296-1251. 800-296-1251. That's 800-296-1251. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Richard C. Suave during the local break. Statman, we want to check your audio to make sure it's there, my friend. I'm here. If you can hear me, I'm here. How about that? I'll give you a thumbs up like I always do. Yes, we can hear you, and it's not feeding back on us, so we might be able to roll with this. You don't have your typical backdrop. So let's do this. We're talking during the local break, and I know that you've heard most of the show there, Statman. So you see where we're going with this. we got Eric Jones coming up in moments. And again, those watching on YouTube and, of course, on Facebook Live, uh, we're having a break in here to test Statman's freaking tech issues. And I think we got this thing figured out at this point. So, yeah, man, we're just going to roll here. We're going to shoot the breeze for another 30 seconds and then get back into our national break. Excuse me, come out of our national break on the Freak Radio Network and on the YouTube on, on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook channel, Crasher. Oh, sounds good. One mic. Yep. Yes, this is the behind the scenes, the real behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. But we can't do this show without you, so I'm glad we got at least you for a part of it. All right. Well, here we go, Freak Nation. Okay. All right, Statman, if you can bring your volume up even more, that'd be great, my friend. All right. Here we go. <laughs> You're back with Speed Freaks, Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Radio Network, and of course on MAV TV. We had a chance to catch up with Eric Jones uh, earlier, and I mentioned Eric Jones going into the break, how Eric Jones didn't make his way into the clash, but Ryan Blaney did because he was a freaking champion, and he made his way in on points. But Eric Jones, who's again running with Toyota this year, and Richard Petty, and of course Jimmy Johnson with Legacy Motor Club, a number of things he was doing in the offseason, including reading the kids. Here's Eric Jones, NASCAR Cup pilot, now here in the Freak Nation. Freak Nation, almost 24 years of doing Speed Freaks. Coming up in June, it'll be 24 years of doing this thing. Eric Jones back in the Freak Nation, driving for Legacy Motorsports. And uh, it's not often that you've got to work around a guy's schedule that reads to kids. Are you headed to go read to kids, or are you just getting back to read to the kids with the Eric Jones Foundation. <laughs> yeah, I uh, it, no reading today. We had some yesterday that we were doing and uh, got it knocked out. We we have a couple interviews lined up today and uh, one in person coming up after. But uh, yeah, it's it's been good. We take kind of the winter. Uh, the winter slows down a little bit for us, and then we kind of get fired back up here um, coming up in the season. So we got hopefully lots of good stuff planned for it. 
Well, how much in the off season are you reading to these kids? Because it's a big deal, man. We listen, whether it's green eggs and ham or something a little bit more serious, uh, you take that serious reading to these kids. Yeah, we do. Uh, well, I'd have to go back and actually count. Um, I think we did. I think we did three of the readings in the off season, uh, not in person. They were all on on um, on Facebook. Um, but we do, you know, we do probably five to five to seven, I would say, in person through the year, whether it's at the track or, um, you know, going to a school that's local to here in Charlotte. I've done some in Michigan, too, and I've been back home in the summer during the uh, the races that we run up there. So, you know, it's been uh, it's been fun. It's uh, it's something we've done now for really, um, I guess, about four years. And so it uh, doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it's been fun to kind of see it grow and catch on and have people bring it up and ask you about it and um, just hear that, you know, it, it has got some kids wanting to read a little bit more and asking their parents to, uh, you know, to read to them at night. So that's uh, that's been pretty cool to hear. All right. We talked a little bit about music. What is Eric Jones music taste? You said your wife potentially Usher fan, but what is your music taste? What gets you going? Daytona 500. What's your pre-race playlist? Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I like a lot of different kind of music. Um, you know, grew up with classic rock. My dad was a huge classic rock fan and, you know, working in the garage with him all the time. We had um, everything going from Eagles, Led Zeppelin, ACDC, um, Little Guns N' Roses, uh, Black Crows. We were kind of all over the map on some rock. And um, I guess more recently, I've been more of um country music fan I, I like all that too so uh pre-race so daytona 500 i'd probably go more uh more classic rock that would that would get me going i uh actually funny enough you uh, you guys will probably laugh at this a little bit we're going to see um jackal saturday night oh so that'll be uh that holly had never really heard of jackal uh, I say, oh yeah, we're gonna go. You should listen to some of their songs. And then I came back later that day, and she said, so they play a, a chainsaw in the song. I said, yeah, that's uh, that's their that's their claim to fame. So we'll, mm -hmm. uh, we'll be going to see that. Jesse James Dupree and Jackal, listen, bro, you have to get pictures out of you and your beautiful wife at Jackal. That's the last concert I'd I'd picture you two going to, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, it's probably a little different than most concerts we go to. I had a good friend uh, wanting to go, and uh, I said, yeah, we'll go. I knew a couple of songs, but I'll, I'll make sure we post a couple pictures from Saturday. Good. <laughs> Let me drop something here on you. have heard of the driver, Tom Christensen, who's won so many Le Mans races, races for Audi. He's a huge headbanger, knows all about uh, uh, hard rock music, and uh, you might uh, find something in common with him. Uh, if you look him up a little bit, he, in fact, he and Kenny had a little uh, give and take. And I think uh, Christensen might have gotten the best of the deal and mm -hmm. dropped the mic and walked out of the studio. Yeah, I think it was in relationship to ACDC. I'm a pretty good aficionado when it comes to ACDC, Eric, but he had me on that one, which is very rare, Statman will admit. <laughs> so let's go back to the reading thing. Do the kids that you read with... Do they see you as a race driver or do they really connect with the reading that you're doing with them? I think first it's the racing for sure. Right. They, they know that, um, that I drive and they're, they're excited about that. But I think once, um, you know, we get reading, they, they get pretty into it. So if we do them in person, we, uh, 
we make sure all the kids get books. So when I'm up there reading, they can follow along and, you know, check out every part of the book and be a part of it all. And that's always fun to see, you know, them getting interested in the book and laughing and asking questions about the book. And then, um, you know, at the end of it, we'll do a Q&A. And uh, I'll be honest, there's usually not many questions about the book after. <laughs> it's mostly questions about uh, about racing. But the kids always have the best questions. You know, they um, when when you're with a group of, of adults, it's, you know, usually you can you can predict pretty well what the questions are going to be. Adults have most of the same questions for us. And then um the kids they just go off the rails they they you know they want to know the random stuff that you would never even think about you know how many times you've crashed um are you scared to crash you know do you pee in the car um you know all kinds of just random questions so it's always fun when we get to that part well do you do i pee in the car no um (laughs) i do not personally i I know of um, some drivers that that have and do. I don't know currently, but I, I know I've known and heard of some stories in the past. Okay, gonna stick with reading, but gonna switch it up a little bit. How much of the Toyota owner's manual are you done reading by now? <laughs> yeah, I dove into it. Um, you know, we've, we 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 did you really? Did you really? <laughs> owner's manual? Are you just saying that? <laughs> Come on, dude. Nobody reads the owner's manual. You'd be a dangerous man if you're going to sit here and try to sell us. Yeah, I read the owner's manual. No, the, but the race cars don't have owner's manuals. It's tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> but you're ready to go with your Toyota. No, I, yeah, no, I, uh, I I did not do the actual uh, owner's <laughs> manual. But, um, yeah, you know, we've been getting getting kind of dialed in over at the shop getting to know all the Toyota folks and, and getting going on that side of things. Uh, you know, I was with Toyota for a handful of years and, um, you know, work with them on the racing side up until really four years ago. So yeah, cool to be back with them. A lot of familiar faces and familiar places and excited to, uh, just get working with them again. It'll be a fun year to, to get on track and, uh, you know, see how much we can grow. You had some great success with them, including a win at Daytona. So is there any sort of that vibe that's kind of coming back to you? I know things are so different, but there's there's just something about a chemistry that sometimes when you get it back again, even if it's just minuscule, woo, where the momentum can go from there. Yeah, I, I think so. You know, everybody at the shop, super excited, right? I think we've obviously made a move to them intentionally, and, and that's to, you know, improve our performance. And so... You know, we've doubled our workforce really at the shop. Um, you know, we have a lot more people in a lot of different departments. We've had to become a bit more independent in some areas. We don't have a team alliance anymore with a, a different race team, only with the manufacturer. So um, me, myself, I, I know obviously all the resources they have and what they can bring to the table. So that was exciting. And I was just looking forward to my guys getting to uh, to work with them and, and see their resources. And, you know, I, I was always very trusting in my group and knew that they could make the things happen that they needed to if they had the right tools and this is uh probably the first time that i you know in the 43 car feel like those guys are are going to get the right tools and uh equipment they need to go and, and succeed so that's pretty exciting you know i think for them too they're they're really looking forward to it so what is it what does it feel like the number 43 historic richard petty championships 
it, it's been on a Dodge, it's been on a Ford, it's been on a, uh, a GM, a Chevrolet, a, a 43 on a Toyota. Uh, you're a history guy. What's that like? Yeah, you know, I, obviously it's been a lot of different manufacturers, but uh, at the end of the day, it's whatever you think you can do to go fast and, and run well. So, um, yeah, I was excited to make the move and get over there. And um, Richard is excited. You know, he's um, he's always been for performance and whatever we need to do uh, to go out and go fast. And so um, talking to him, he's he's planning to come to a ton of races this year and be out there and be a part of it. So um yeah excited just hopefully uh you know we can go out and run good for him and and get him uh into victory lane a few more times eric jones driving the 43 again for 2024 this time brand yes eric jones here in the freak nation the two biggest motorsports stories to come out this year happened last 72 hours that don't involve nascar that story's next speed freaks pits and the lucas oil studios freak nation speed freaks motorsports radio redefined Lucas Oil, it works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. General Tire delivers. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway on June 1st and 2nd, 2024. The time to get your tickets is now. For only $10 down, you can lock in your seats for an incredible weekend of family fun featuring the Enjoy Illinois 300 and the Confluence Music Festival. It all adds up to one amazing party. Go to www.raceway.com for the hottest ticket of the year. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAP TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAP TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAP TV, Motorsports Network. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works!
Whatever you do, General Tire delivers. A healthy weight, more energy, and smooth, regular bowel movements. Three things everyone strives for. It's me, Chuck Norris. There's one really important thing we don't talk about enough. Our health. Achy joints, digestive issues, weight gain, and fatigue. We're told these are normal signs of aging. So working with a team of health experts, we came up with Morning Kick. Morning Kick is a revolutionary formula combining 10 different supplements in one. Probiotics that help you lose weight. Prebiotics for digestion. Superfoods for muscles and joints. And several of the most powerful anti-aging supplements on earth. It'll help you feel youthful, energized, focused, and help manage stress. Anybody can achieve great health regardless of their age. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com. Use code FIT or text FIT to 511-511 and claim 40% off today. Every purchase comes with our 90-day money-back guarantee. Text FIT to 511-511. Morning kick. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tax fees may apply. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Wall Street dipped its toe in the motorsport mud this week and came away with a smile and a belief that that felt pretty good. On the news that seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton was switching from Mercedes to Ferrari next year, Ferrari stock gained nearly 13% in value. More to the point, though, the company Ferrari gained more than $11 billion in market cap last Thursday. To be fair, it wasn't all on the Hamilton news. Uh, Ferrari earnings last year exceeded analyst estimates, and that report came out at the same time of Hamilton's headlines. We have to remember that Ferrari is considered a luxury brand and not just a car company. Its earnings come from luxury goods, design, engineering, and production, and more. Ferrari's presence in Formula One isn't just to sell cars in America. Only about one in eight Ferraris are sold here. Most are sold in Europe, the Mideast, and Asia, where F1 races. But Wall Street loved the news of the Lewis Hamilton switch. Ferrari could meet any Hamilton contract demands on the company's gain in value just last week alone. Sir Lewis doesn't put on the Ferrari red until next year. Uh, Pretty nice. Peace. Statman Scat brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com to find the tire for your righteous ride. What about you guys listening to us out there in Southern California? California, to be specific, man. Uh, just horrible weather out there for you, man. Get yourself a new set of General Tires when those rivers, those floods are rolling through. Uh, go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com. Coming up next hour, Aaron Plessinger. He is sitting third in points. Going into Detroit, he had the points lead, the red plate. Uh, one of the great, one of the funnest interviews that we have when it comes to Supercross. 450 star Aaron Plessinger will be here in the Freak Nation. And Alice Cooper celebrated 76 years old over the weekend. So why not? The Grammys aired on Sunday night. Alice Cooper's been nominated for the Grammys three times the last time in 2019. We'll hear from Alice Cooper in 1998. <laughs> Going back. 
with Kenny Sargent and Statman Carruthers yeah. going back to those music shows that's, you guys did in L.A. That's how we roll here in the Freak Nation. Now, Statman's back with us. Some tech issues. Statman, not sh quite sure how the audio is going to sound at this point. But playing off of what your scat had to say regarding Ferrari and Lewis Hamilton, how do you have the research that you did and the stock of Ferrari? Again, he's not going to Ferrari until 2025. Got a full F1 season. And then, what, March of 2025, he's going to be in a freaking Ferrari. Uh, Ferrari stock went up that much? You can't tell me. It was that big of a deal for the Ferrari stockholders that Lewis Hamilton jumped into that hot rod. Well, the stock went up uh, about 13%. Mm -hmm. uh, the value of the company, though, I was told that it only went up about $3 billion with the B dollars. My uh, stupid math, it came out to like $11 billion. <laughs> uh, so it went wait, up. Wait, 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 wait. I'm cutting you off for a reason. In the hours following the Lewis Hamilton announcement, billions of dollars on paper were made. Yeah. Just in hours. Yeah, the value of the company, if you take That's the cost of the shares and the outstanding shares, mm -hmm. you multiply it and you multiply the difference and see how much it, it, it gained. Yeah, Ferrari made a lot of money uh, just on the news. Of course, it, like I said in the scat, it came, the news came out about the same time that they reported uh, profits above what the analysts uh, predicted or expected. So you combine those two, and uh, okay. Ferrari made a lot of money. If, if Lewis wants a few of those dollars, they could give it to him and say, go away, don't bother me, and uh, we'll, get, we'll deal with you next year. You know what I'm trying to do is make a comparison on the international stage, the significance of him moving to Ferrari. First thing that comes to my mind, and I'm sure there's been one since, was Ronaldo leaving Manchester United for Real Madrid. It's the equivalence of that. It's LeBron James leaving hmm. for what Miami. The significance isn't and then lost. Coming back to Cleveland. Yes, the significance isn't lost on how big of a deal this is. It, it, it was that story and the Andretti rebuff of Formula One were the two big stories that broke over the last 72 hours. Where well, hold on, though. Before we get to Andretti, I want to hear, because Statman, you have some interesting insight on this, the whole Lewis Hamilton with Mercedes deal. Mercedes never marketed Lewis Hamilton. You would have to imagine that Mercedes sees the stock jump of Ferrari hours after Lewis Hamilton is announced to Ferrari, of course, including Ferrari earnings on the same day. But then they would have to say, we really did make a mistake. Or do they care? Based on some of the fodder that was nasty and in the media indirectly towards Lewis Hamilton last year, Mercedes just effed up all around. But do they care? Well, you would think that they screwed up some, but I don't know that they really care. Uh, the thing that got me is that there was a real, maybe irreconcilable differences was during one of uh, Martin Brendel's uh, pit walks before a race early last year where he asked Toto about the new car, and Toto said, uh, basically said, the problem we're having with the car is not the car. And mm -hmm. in implying that Lewis is part of the problem with the car, 
And you would think that seven championships, even if Lewis was a problem, seven championships would give him a little uh, glee way to be a problem for a while. Uh, but when you look at the background of what was going on between the two, the contract negotiations with Mercedes and Lewis, uh, that there was a lot of darts going back and forth between the two guys. Now, I didn't see any Mercedes promotion. When we traveled around the world, we saw, you know, stuff, people uh, on airport walls and so forth. But I didn't see any of that here in the United States. People here in the United States buy Mercedes, but Ferrari only sells about 12% of its stock here in the United States. Uh, so, but they do sell a lot of stuff that uh, uh, Lewis can be a part of t-shirts and jackets and caps and whatever they can come up with design wise to put in there. It's a luxury brand. So they're going to sell stuff that has Lewis's uh, uh, part in it. And Mercedes didn't do that. So uh, Ferrari is going to make some money out of the deal before he even gets there. I would imagine. Now, I wasn't, Crasher, I wasn't jumping into the Andretti thing yet. In fact, we may not even touch on that because this is such a big deal. One of the things I was going to talk about was the timing of this. And what I'm looking, what, what I saw online was in 2026, Statman probably knows this, they're expecting the new chassis and power unit regulations coming into play with Formula One. And at the end of 2025, there's a couple of engineers that either will be coming from Cadillac, excuse me, not Cadillac, sorry, uh, Mercedes-Benz or another team that will be able to join uh, Ferrari and Lewis Hamilton. So it's not necessarily a play in 2025. It's also, it's a, the bigger play is in 2026 when the new chassis, the new power unit regulations come in with Formula One. I'm a little too much inside baseball there I get, but there's so much in play here with him moving to Ferrari. Again, it was kind of a shock to the system where it just... It just took over. And again, if you're a Formula One fan, you know that that was the topic and Andretti getting rebuffed by Formula One. So those it was. Two, it was a big Formula One week of news. Yeah, those are the two biggest stories for 2024. Uh, bigger than the clash, bigger than NASCAR. And Richie, you saw it on social media. Bam, they were there. Wait a minute. Before we go, Richie, I'm sorry, but part of the rebuff, this was crazy. The Formula One uh, officials wanted to talk to Andretti, sent him an email, and oh, they, he, he didn't respond to it. So they said, forget you. But yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. that we'll get to that email one went into their junk mailbox, and he didn't even know it was there. So this just gets gooder and gooder as, gooder. You, look at, as you look at it. And it's pretty insane what's going on. You got billion-dollar business getting uh, interrupted by junk mailboxes. Yeah, we'll talk about the Andretti story next hour for sure. And that will come up. Spam? What spam? Yeah. Andretti going to spam. Or not Andretti. Formula, Formula One, One going, going to, to Andretti spam. spam. <laughs> yep. All right, Freak Nation. Uh, we'll talk about that. Also, also could uh, next year's NASCAR clash be headed to the stadium where you two, Paul McCartney, Elton John, sold out shows where Pele and Maradona uh, hoisted the World Cup trophy. We'll get into that. Big second hour coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Luke Soul Studio. Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
You take car maintenance seriously, and you want to pass on that legacy of care. Use Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer to shield your engine from excessive heat, debris, and friction. Trust Lucas Oil. It works. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway on June 1st and 2nd, 2024. The time to get your tickets is now. Let's go! For only $10 down, you can lock in your seats for an incredible weekend of family fun featuring the Enjoy Illinois 300 and the Confluence Music Festival. It all adds up to one amazing party. Go to www.raceway.com for the hottest ticket of the year. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. General Tire delivers. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. 800-215-6818. 800-215-6818. That's 800-215-6818. Do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Are you being audited or investigated? Has the IRS sent you a letter demanding payment? You may not owe what they claim. Make this free call to the tax doctor now. Let them negotiate with the IRS on your behalf. Call 800-631-9123. 800-631-9123. That's 800-631-9123. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Lucas Oil, it works. A healthy weight, more energy, and smooth, regular bowel movements. Three things everyone strives for. It's me, Chuck Norris. There's one really important thing we don't talk about enough. Our health. Achy joints, digestive issues, weight gain, and fatigue. We're told these are normal signs of aging. So working with a team of health experts, we came up with Morning Kick. Morning Kick is a revolutionary formula combining 10 different supplements in one. Probiotics that help you lose weight. Prebiotics for digestion. Superfoods for muscles and joints. And several of the most powerful. Powerful anti-aging supplements on earth. It'll help you feel youthful, energized, focused, and help manage stress. Anybody can achieve great health regardless of their age. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com. Use code FIT or text FIT 
to 511-511 and claim 40% off today. Every purchase comes with our 90-day money-back guarantee. Text BIT to 511-511. Morning kick. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tax fees may apply. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. I got to sneeze. It'll happen in the next 20 seconds or so, but I'm trying not to get too far into my thought before I have to stop. <clears throat> Big quarter, small three-eighths mile racetrack, and um, finished second there too, so second stuff sucks. The crowd is awesome, you out there, for a, a spur-of-the-moment you know, race and, and your free admission. And I had a hard time after the second uh, episode watching myself get knocked out of the playoffs again. and Dumb that down. None of us went to college, man. <laughs> Bubba just decided to run through me and sent me through Ty and spun him. He got me again and then got me again the next corner. So I, I think at that point, you know, that was three times in my none. So I was just, I wanted to get him back before the checkered. I wasn't trying to spin him out or anything. I was just trying to shove him through the corner like he was doing me. Second hour of Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Monday afternoon on MAV TV, the Freak Radio Network. And of course, on Sirius XM and every audio app on the planet. Thank you, Lucas Oil, for making this thing possible. Speed Freaks, almost 24 years, coming up in June. Almost 24 years, June 20th. We are almost Jeff Gordon years old. Okay, maybe. Okay, that, that shows our age. That shows I default oh, to Jeff Gordon that's instead stupid. of... He's a Hall of Famer. I, I, yeah, I yeah. know. But it should instead be... It right, Look... <laughs> Wait a minute, Alex Bowman is the 48. <laughs> Help me out. Help right. me out. William it's Byron. Just, thank you. Sorry, William, William Byron. Byron. I'm the one that usually gets those confused, Crasher. <laughs> Holy smokes. Hey, rabbit holes out of the second hour. Thank you guys for sticking around. My goodness. Again, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and I'll say it again, man. Beat the freaks. We'll get cranking again soon. As we get into the Daytona 500, Freak Nation, be sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram so you can get your shot at General Tires. If you beat us and beat the Freaks uh, with the NASCAR and IndyCar races coming up for the 2024 season. The clash happened Saturday night. We thought it was going to happen Sunday afternoon with a big old party, pre-race party, and then, of course, in between uh, a, a couple of the heat races on Sunday afternoon. Didn't happen, but, man, they got it in, and... A lot of the drivers pretty stoked about what transpired, including Kyle Larson. Dude was jacked up about the future of the class. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I haven't heard what the plans for the future of this event is. Um, but if it has ran its course, I think I think you. Know, I, I applaud NASCAR. I think they've you know done a 
you know, pulled this off in a great way. Um, I would have never expected the first year that it would have been as legit, you know, as it is. And, and the atmosphere is great. It was not expecting the atmosphere to even be this cool tonight. So, I mean, yeah, there, there's definitely a place for this style event, I think, in our sport, you know, for the clash or whatever, you know, if it moves around to different states or countries or, or whatever. So, um, you know, they've proven that they can do it. They've proven that they can get a crowd. They've, you know, and it's a very diverse crowd out there. You know, I just walked through it to get to here and, um, you know, having the, the Mexico series here also is, is a great thing too. So yeah, I, I hope they can take this kind of model and, and, you know, move it around and grow it and, and, uh, try and broaden our fan base some. Okay. So we'll probably get to that topic, Kenny, I'm assuming later on in the second hour of speed freaks, where to move the clash, but for people paying attention to the Grammy Sunday night, maybe paying attention to X Kyle Bush, who finished second in the clash threw something out there on X that I think we should be discussing as well. If the clash were to move, where would you move it? Can we get into that later? We can. But I also wanted to get into the fact that uh, we have pit news and notes coming up. But oh, also one oh, of the oh. one of the items that Kyle Larson mentioned in that soundbite, he said another country. Yeah, uh huh. And that's what I'm saying, Richie. Yeah. You saw that come up. What was it? Uh, Saturday afternoon on Twitter from our good friend Jordan Bianchi. Yeah, from the Athletic, he was reporting that there's uh, there's some talks being held about it possibly moving to Mexico as soon as next year. Now the correlation here, put two and two together, maybe here the little maybe a little bit of conspiracy going on. But <laughs> NASCAR Mexico Series was on, uh, also there at the Coliseum for the first time in the United States since 2015, and won by Daniel Suarez. And I will say, shout out to the people who stuck around for the NASCAR Mexico Series. I was expecting, you know, people to get the heck out of Dodge because uh, the rains were coming. They got the entire 150 laps in, but these amount of people stuck around. I wow. was actually, uh, you know, I was downstairs for the most part in the press conferences, but as I was walking out, the race had just wrapped up and I could hear it was pretty loud when Daniel Suarez won the race and there were still a decent amount of people there to watch NASCAR Mexico series. So you put two and two together, Mexico <laughs> coming here. Maybe it makes sense. NASCAR has been very open. Steve Phelps was on the show last year talking about, um, you know, trying to expand maybe to other countries, et cetera, et cetera. So we know it's going to happen. It's a matter of if not when, if it's the clash, if it's another all-star race, if it's a regular season race, we'll find out, I'm sure. But it would be a smart move. Listen, you kidding me? Aztec Stadium in Mexico City, the home of Pele and Diego Maradona, hoisting the freaking World Cup trophy. <laughs> Michael Jackson sold out five shows there. You two, Billy Joel, Elton John, Paul McCartney, the Clash in Aztec Stadium. My gosh! So you're buying into it? Hell yes, I am. I won't go down there and see the Cowboys play, but I'll go down there and see them. Okay, speaking of the Cowboys, I'm just going to get a little bit into Kyle Busch's mm -hmm. poll that he put out on X. Okay. He suggested your man, Jerry Jones Stadium, Cowboy Stadium, AT&T Stadium, that or Aztec Stadium? Well, look, Jerry Jones got, speaking of rebuffed, he got rebuffed by the World Cup. Uh, over the weekend, where it was, uh, it was Jerry, it was Jerry Jones and MetLife Stadium. They were up for the final for mm -hmm. World Cup, and AT and T Stadium. Sorry, you're going to get a semifinal match, Ooh, but you're not going to get the finals. 
uh, MetLife, freaking New York. Well, I mean, come on. It's New York. Yeah, yeah but yeah. also uh, Jerry Jones Stadium holds about 100,000 people where MetLife is like 75,000, 80,000 people. Uh-huh. So, I, okay, so then Jerry Jones Stadium needs to take the Clash next yeah, year. That's, that's, that's where I'm going with this. Well, yeah. yeah, one of the reasons why the Clash was at the Coliseum anyway, and they made this very, very clear at the time, and why it really can't take place in other stadiums across the country, is... LA Memorial Coliseum has the the track built into it, right? The for track and field yeah. events, right? Mm. Yep. So it's much much wider, much bigger than your more modern stadiums. So sorry to burst your bubble, folks. It ain't going to Dallas. It ain't it ain't going any in pretty much any other stadium in the country unless you make it really really tiny and they're and it's like a video game and you and you put the drivers in little box cars and you do it that way. Outside of that, it ain't, it ain't happening. We're Mexico. Wow, I didn't do even it. think about that. Huh. All right. Crash, are you ready for some pit news and notes? Let's do it. All right. How much time do I have? You've got uh, about two and a half minutes. Woo, here we go. All right, let's go. NASCAR, NASCAR, we've been talking about it. Clashed with Mother Nature, Supercross raced Motown, Arena Cross hit a higher altitude, and some serious but not shocking Formula One tidbits you may or may not have heard in the last few days. So how about that clash? Saturday night, instead of the scheduled Sunday evening, thanks to Mama Nature, Coming in with life-threatening flooding. Moving an event forward one day is a risk in any industry, but this was, without question, the only solution to avoid overall event cancellation. Drivers, industry pros, you heard them all. They praised the move. It was leaked by eventual Clash winner, Denny Hamlin. Denny is one of the more active drivers communicating with NASCAR executives, so a brief heads-up by him on X was appreciated by many fans. Cooler temps made it very tough for drivers to get any grip on the late asphalt, including Hamlin, who had issues entering the corners toward the end of the race. But he essentially cruised through the day with pole speed and, of course, the big money-winning payout to boot. Now, just 14 days to the Daytona 500. Y'all ready? Supercross race in the Motor City Saturday night. Aaron Plessinger came into the weekend as the points leader. He has now left the weekend third in points, just one digit shy of second place. Jet Lawrence, who, by the way, dominated the rutted Detroit track en route to his second win on the season. The only guy to double up so far. But Chase Sexton, with his commanding second place in Detroit, is now your Supercross 450 points leader by one lonely point over Jet. So, yeah, rephrasing. Only two points separate the top three in the championship after five rounds. That's nuts. Austin Forkner's 2024 250 debut fared much better than last year. Last year, he crashed out and ended his season. This time, Forkner avoided the whole shot melee and rode off to the 250 East win. Arena Cross and Prescott, Arizona featured some dominant rides as well, not the least of which was Ryan Brees with the overall win on Friday night. He just cruised through the whoops faster than anyone else. Besting Kyle Peters, who ended the night in third overall, is still going to be a challenge, though, for the championship. But racking up wins, that's the name of the game for Brees right now. So, were you all as shocked as many of us were with the Lewis Hamilton news this past week? Mr. Seven Time did not have the greatest year in Mercedes in 2023, and there was some intriguing dialogue. We've talked about it already in the media by team executives over the months. I, for one, though, did not have Lewis to Ferrari on my 2024 bingo card. That is for sure. And that's Ferrari in 2025, mind you. We haven't talked about this yet on the show, but... 2024, lame duck season for Lewis? I don't think so. Then it also became official Formula One declining the Andretti Global bid to enter F1, the series, in next in the next several years, citing, quote, 
an 11th team would not on its own add value. And F1 believed, quote, the applicant would not be a competitive participant. And apparently their research, quote, mm. indicated that F1 would bring would bring value to the Andretti brand rather than the other way around. So much to unpack there. Freak Nation, one of the greatest Supercross riders personality-wise, sits third in points. And he joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studio. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire delivers. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway on June 1st and 2nd, 2024. The time to get your tickets now. Let's go! For only $10 down, you can lock in your seats for an incredible weekend of family fun featuring the Enjoy Illinois 300 and the Confluence Music Festival. It all adds up to one amazing party. Go to www.raceway.com for the hottest ticket of the year. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your Dish-authorized retailer now. 800-296-1251. 800-296-1251. That's 800-296-1251. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com to find the right 
products to keep your rides fat and happy, go to lucasoil.com. Going into Detroit, this guy had the red plate sitting in the front of the pack for the 450 Series of Supercross. He's been in here many times before. He's fantastic when he rolls in Freak Nation. The one and only Aaron Hessinger here in the Freak Nation. Freak Nation, before we went live with Aaron Plessinger, we said, dude, we need to just to get a permanent seat as the honorary fifth, excuse me, fifth freak here in the Freak Nation. Aaron Plessinger, your points leader going to Detroit and Supercross Series here in the Freak Nation. And Aaron, did you catch, when we had you in here three or four weeks ago, did you by any chance see that post again of us uh, highlighting your singing uh, capabilities? <laughs> that i did that i did but uh <laughs> all, right, all right let's hold on for, the, for those for, for those that missed it here you go all right when you lost you flat out with he flew a flag out in our yard till the day that he died he wanted my mother my brother <laughs> my sister and me to grow up and live happy in the land of the free. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, having seen that and you are spending the weekend in Detroit, you're in the Motor City for a while. How much Kid Rock is in your weekend playlist? How much Kid Rock is pumping you up? This weekend, probably about 100%. We, uh, I know we got a, we got a good song, uh, we had a good song lined up for, uh, for opening ceremonies. That was sweet. And then, um, uh, then, yeah, I mean, I, I listen to, to kid rock on a, on a regular basis, but, um, but yeah, this weekend it was 100% kid rock for sure. <laughs> again, again your, your points leader coming to Detroit Supercross 450 class. And it's something that I've got to get used to saying. Lessinger, you had all the promise in the world. Uh, you went into Detroit last year. You're on the road to win your first big boy Supercross race, and then we know what happened there. Now you're back at Detroit. Uh, does it feel comfortable yet being the points leader? I think it does. It, it gives me a sense of a sense of ease. You know, like I've been striving to get here for so so long that now I've got it. It's like man, now we can, now we can do, do our thing. Now we, now I can do what I know how to do and just kind of try to keep this thing. Um, it's definitely been, uh, I mean, I've had it for two weeks, but, um, you know, it's definitely been tough, but, uh, I think I can, I think I can hang on to it, especially given the, given the way that last year went. And, um, I feel this, this year's going to go, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. I think get off to a good start and uh just do what i know how to do go out there and have fun and, and ride my dirt bike and i i don't think any anybody can touch me points leader supercross points leader aaron plessinger you talk about how how last year went and we can talk about since you're in detroit we can talk about detroit last year was a bit of a heartbreak losing in the final lap your very first supercross win but you ended the season damn strong and you've carried that over into this supercross season what specifically i mean in life we're, we're taught kind of to fail forward so how did you fail forward from detroit last year what are you bringing from that that you carry into this season to make you such a better writer hi uh i learned a lot from last year it was um especially from that race in in detroit it was um it it, it 
it taught me how to win a race pretty much. And, uh, unfortunately I crashed on that last lap, but you know, I led for 23 out of 24 laps or something like that. And, um, and yeah, it, it taught me how to, uh, how to win a race. Unfortunately, I went on and, and, uh, had a few spills and, and was fighting some injuries throughout the, the rest of the season. But, um, you know, I, I just kept on pushing, kept on pushing and, and, uh, kind of utilized what I learned from last year. And, and this off season was unreal. You know, I'm, haven't uh haven't really had a bad day so it's uh it's been really really fun and and i think i can contribute that to uh the success of of this this season so far it's just i'm having fun i'm i'm out there riding my dirt bike doing what i know how to do and and uh it's all kind of coming to me and um you know it, it helps having good starts too that's uh that's one of the biggest things about this this sport is uh everybody's so fast and this class is so stacked this year it's uh it's almost um, it almost plays your race out having a start. Uh, so you just got to get yourself into a good position in the in the leading laps, and and um, you'll do pretty good. You know, it's interesting you say that because that wasn't necessarily you at Anaheim one. Your start was a little meh, but you still finished fourth. And then you've capitalized on maybe that not being your greatest attribute to begin the season. But look what you've done. You've, you've moved on from that. You've learned from that. Just like your Detroit crash last year, you've learned from that. You are compartmentalizing all of this, it seems like, to make yourself a better rider. We've seen your consistency in the whoops this year. You're one of the tops in the whoops. So, yeah, it's all coming together at the right time. Now you just got to keep it moving in that direction, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You just got to – I just got to know that uh, it's not a mistake or it's not a uh, – it's not an accident that I've that I've found myself leading the points for, for two weeks. And, and uh, it wasn't an accident to find myself in the lead at San Diego and win that race. So I just got to remind myself who I uh, who I am and what I've done. And, and um, I've been doing that throughout the weeks and, and – uh, just got to know that I'm the man. I know that uh, they're they're going out there to beat me, and um, I just gotta I just gotta get out there and uh, show them that they can. So we we kind of laughed before we started, Aaron. But I was looking through the Supercross riders this year, and it looks like a kindergarten class. I mean, some of these kids are young. Uh, maybe it's just me that's too old, but they're pretty young. And you come up all not you're not quite gray beard, but you you come up with a man who's got facial hair. Uh, is it a difference when you're riding against these young kids? You don't really think about that when when you're out on the track, but uh, but my look, I like to think of you know when I when I got a clean shave, I I didn't have time to clean it up this morning, but um, when I got a clean shave, I like to think it in, intimidates them. It's a uh, mustache and, and that cowboy hat. I think it's uh, it really gets in their head and kind of scrambles them a little bit. <laughs> it, at this confidence, you actually think the clean shave, I would think just the opposite, that the beard said, I'm a grown man. I could do this. I don't know if you can. But you're saying the clean shave is uh, might scare them off? <laughs> I think the mustache. When you, can't, hey, when you can't see that upper lip and you get a – you get a serious look in your face. It's um, it's pretty intimidating. I've had it before, and I, I don't, I don't really like it. But I like doing it to people. They, uh, you can kind of see them back up and get a little startled. So uh, <laughs> I, I like it. 
You just said people were backing up or however you phrased it. I, I like to see people back up. You were backing up last weekend in the post-race area. Can you take us through how electrifying the craziness, the chaos was after Anaheim 2? I guess we'll say I'm so used to Anaheim 3s. <laughs> how crazy that was when you were fourth, you, were, you had a great race, but all of a sudden you're on the podium. Take us through what happened there. Yeah, I... I am still kind of trying to figure that one out because I came, I came off the track and uh, I seen Jet had went down and, um, you know, that put me up in third in the third main, like physically. And then I, I came off the track and I kind of looked up at the board and and I was tied for uh, I was tied for third with um, with Tomac, which ultimately put me fourth because he had the better last finish. But uh you know, I, I went to, they pointed me over to do an interview. So I rode over there and, and, uh, put my hat on. And, and while I was getting the interview done, um, you know, they, they yelled at me and said, you got third. And I was like, I was kind of shocked at, at first. And I didn't want to like, you know, ruin the interview. So I was like, ah, oh, we'll let them figure it out. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, and so I finished up that interview and I was still in, shock or awe or whatever it was it up until we got to the press conference i kept saying you know are you sure are you sure we got third place are you sure and i was like i don't want to go up here and you know peek in there and and not be able to or not be able to sit down because i didn't get third but uh they kept you know telling me i got third so we walked up there and lo and behold i i got to sit down in the seat and do the uh the press conference so um yeah, I guess Jason, they took some points away from Jason for going around some hay bales or whatever. But, um, but yeah, um, I guess right time or right place in the right time is, is what I got to say. <laughs> hey, Aaron, do you scoreboard watch when you're um, riding? Sometimes, maybe not, not really like when, uh, when we're up on the board, I mean, when I'm behind, I'll, uh, I'll do it a little bit, but, um, that's only if I'm not in the top five, if I'm in the top five, usually I don't, um, usually why I do it if I'm out of the top five is to see it, who I need to pass to, to get in the top five. So um, speed freaks, motorsports radio redefined. It works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. General Tire delivers. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway on June 1st and 2nd, 2024. The time to get your tickets is now. Let's go! Yeah! 
For only $10 down, you can lock in your seats for an incredible weekend of family fun featuring the Enjoy Illinois 300 and the Confluence Music Festival. It all adds up for one amazing party. Go to www.raceway.com for the hottest ticket of the year. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAP TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAP TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. General Tire delivers. A healthy weight, more energy, and smooth, regular bowel movements. Three things everyone strives for. It's me, Chuck Norris. There's one really important thing we don't talk about enough. Our health. Achy joints, digestive issues, weight gain, and fatigue. We're told these are normal signs of aging. So working with a team of health experts, we came up with Morning Kick. Morning Kick is a revolutionary formula combining 10 different supplements in one. Probiotics that help you lose weight. Prebiotics for digestion. Superfoods for muscles and joints. And several of the most powerful anti-aging supplements on earth it'll help you feel youthful energized focused and help manage stress anybody can achieve great health regardless of their age go to roundhouseprovisions.com use code fit or text fit to 511-511 and claim 40% off today. Every purchase comes with our 90-day money-back guarantee. Text BIT to 511-511. Morning kick. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tax fees may apply. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Wall Street dipped its toe in the motorsport mud this week and came away with a smile and a belief that that felt pretty good. On the news that seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton was switching from Mercedes to Ferrari next year, Ferrari stock gained nearly 13% in value. More to the point, though, the company Ferrari gained more than $11 billion in market cap last Thursday. To be fair, it wasn't all on the Hamilton news. Uh, Ferrari earnings last year exceeded analyst estimates, and that report came out at the same time of Hamilton's headlines. We have to remember that Ferrari is considered a luxury brand and not just a car company. 
Its earnings come from luxury goods, design, engineering, and production, and more. Ferrari's presence in Formula One isn't just to sell cars in America. Only about one in eight Ferraris are sold here. Most are sold in Europe, the Mideast, and Asia, where F1 races. But Wall Street loved the news of the Lewis Hamilton switch. Ferrari could meet any Hamilton contract demands on the company's gain in value just last week alone. Sir Lewis doesn't put on the Ferrari red until next year. Uh, pretty nice. Peace. Your Statman Scat brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Weather's pretty nasty out there in portions of the country. Make sure you're rolling on a new set of General Tires. Go to GeneralTire.com. That's GeneralTire.com to find the tire for your righteous ride and get yourself a new set of General Tires. It's GeneralTire.com. All right, so the news from Formula One with Lewis Hamilton uh, taking the seat in the Ferrari for 2025 was headline news. But just prior to that was the fact that uh, – Andretti Cadillac was rebuffed from Formula One. But, Crasher, the funnier story was what no. on what meeting didn't go down because something was caught in a junk folder? So, apparently, mid-December, Formula One, okay, after Formula One officially rejected the Andretti Global bid to have a team in the series in the next couple of years, Andretti and Cadillac released some pretty terse statements about the rejection. So it then came out because of those statements <laughs> that mid-December Formula One claims that they sent a consultation. They, they sent a request for a meeting and they never heard back from anyone Ooh. at Andretti Global. And as it turned out, this back and forth, back and forth over this last week, Andretti, somebody at Andretti figured out, oh, you did contact us. Your Formula One executive email was in our spam folder. So that is just, I mean, it's like, but wait, there's more on the drama factor. That is just huge. And so I, there's nothing that can be done about that now. I mean, at least not that I'm aware. I mean, it's not like you can blame a spam folder and say, oh, just kidding. We will take you into our series now because the bottom line is Cadillac was not going to have enough time to get an engine ready for 2025, 2026. So now everything's being pushed forward to the 2028 projection. And will Cadillac have enough time for that? Absolutely. But it's just funny with everything that's been going on that a lot of the argument was left to spam. Now, so am I led to believe that they would have had a shot to get in Formula One if they would have re received that email? Potentially. That it was that's hanging on this free... Not everything was hanging on this. No. Again, the engine timeline was a huge factor here. But for you to have such mm. negativity in your rejection statement, saying things along the lines of Formula One will bring much more to the Andretti name than Andretti could ever bring to Formula One, which is just absolutely, it's just rude to say something like that. You're 1978 world champion was Mario Andretti. Arguably, he brought Formula One to America more than Formula One themselves could ever do so, including their stupid Drive to Survive series. So it's like little little jabs like that were so unnecessary, and they probably would not have been a part of the rejection statement had Formula One not felt snubbed from an email. Do you feel that way, Statman? 
Uh, no, I, wow. I, <laughs> Crash, you and I agree on so much, but we disagree on this. I've, I've said all along that um, 1978 was more than 40 years ago. Uh, that was, you know, there are a lot of people that weren't even born when uh, that are watching Formula One races and the advertisers depend on them who don't even know that Andretti was an important name in motorsports. So uh, I do think that uh, why else would Andretti want to be in uh, Formula One if Formula One didn't bring some value to the Andretti Autosport brand? Uh, so, yeah, we could go on and on about this. We don't have time, but uh, I think that uh, the Formula One management uh, has uh, some real issues there that they have to deal with. And the bottom line to the whole thing is what I've been saying all along is that FOM, Formula One Management, wants all the teams to have a value of a billion dollars or more, and that's not the case uh, with all of them right now. On average, it is, but that includes Ferrari and uh, Red Bull and Mercedes uh, and somewhat McLaren. But they want, they want these teams to have a value so when they go in the marketplace to sell the series, it has uh, some cachet uh, to you know, anybody that wants to bid on it. And probably the Saudis are probably the only ones that could afford what uh, Liberty Media is going to ask for. You know what, though? I still just shake my head at the fact that Haas has a freaking Formula One team and allegedly that's supposed to be worth a billion dollars? Well, no, the Andretti not. team could not be a billion dollars? That's that's the point. It's right. not. And they want they don't want that to happen again. Formula One management wants all the teams to make their own chassis and to, you know, have their own power units or at least have some say in those power units. And it's getting, uh, when Haas came in, got a chassis from Dallara, I think, and an engine from Ferrari, and suddenly that's not the point of Formula One. Mm-hmm. So they don't want that to happen again. Uh, if it was uh, GM Andretti or Cadillac Andretti or Cadillac Motorsports with uh, uh, Michael Andretti uh, instead of Andretti Cadillac, it might be different. But they, you, their GM has a brand, obviously, uh, and Formula One has talked to Cadillac about having some of those power units available for some other teams. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I mean that this is a this is a significant problem that uh, Michael is not going to be able to overcome right away. Right away, but okay. What do you think his chances are? with or without Cadillac for 2028, as it seems like a lot of people are thinking, okay, that's when it will finally happen. No. You still say no. No. I I said in a scat last year that Liberty Media is going to get out of this. They're not racers. They, they They spent $8 billion for it. They turned down 20 from the Saudis. They'd like to probably get 30, but they'd have to have all the teams have a value. This 10-year contract with Las Vegas means something. So they'd like to get $30 billion, which would quadruple their money in less than 10 years. 
This is a business deal. This is Wall Street. It's got nothing to do with uh, uh, racing on a racetrack. This is money. Big money. Mm. Global wow. money. All right. All right. So the whole thing, though, that still makes me mad uh, is the Formula One statement saying that the Andretti team would not be competitive. You know what? You got three competitive teams right now. That's it. So, again, stupid statement, Formula One. Stupid. Well, it may have been stupid politically, but it's true. You got three or four. McLaren is starting to nose into the front of the line. So you got a midfield. You You don't want two teams at the top. Everybody else has a chance. Uh, Haas has never been on the podium. So, yeah, they don't want that. They want everybody to be competitive. So when they go in the marketplace, say, we got the best deal for your money. Rig Nation, Formula One gets even funkier, and they're not even on the freaking racetrack. It's going to be another couple of months for the bastards. All right, another month or so before they're back on the track. Holy smokes. <laughs> oh man, no joke. Drive to survive, Formula One. Look, man, the Grammys. Americans are out, though. Out. The Grammys have wrapped, and one of the greatest hard rockers of all time, who's been nominated three times, uh, and has one of the best driving songs of all time, celebrated his 76th birthday over the weekend, and he joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Lucas Oil, it works. I run Lucas Oil. It doesn't matter if you're on the water, driving to work, or competing in a sold-out stadium. Lucas Oil products will help you get the most out of your vehicle. Monster Jam has run Lucas Oil in and on our trucks for over 10 years. We wouldn't run anything else. Lucas Oil, the official oil of Monster Jam. General Tire delivers. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway on June 1st and 2nd, 2024. The time to get your tickets is now. For only $10 down, you can lock in your seats for an incredible weekend of family fun featuring the Enjoy Illinois 300 and the Confluence Music Festival. It all adds up to one amazing party. Go to www.raceway.com for the hottest ticket of the year. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV TV. Monday is All American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door banging action of the dirt, MAV TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All American Racing only on MAV TV, Motorsports Network. 
Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. General Tire delivers. A healthy weight, more energy, and smooth, regular bowel movements. Three things everyone strives for. It's me, Chuck Norris. There's one really important thing we don't talk about enough. Our health. Achy joints, digestive issues, weight gain, and fatigue. We're told these are normal signs of aging. So working with a team of health experts, we came up with Morning Kick. Morning Kick is a revolutionary formula combining 10 different supplements in one. Probiotics that help you lose weight. Prebiotics for digestion. Superfoods for muscles and joints. And several of the most powerful anti-aging supplements on earth. It'll help you feel youthful, energized, focused, and help manage stress. Anybody can achieve great health regardless of their age. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com. Use code FIT or text FIT to 511-511 and claim 40% off today. Every purchase comes with our 90-day money-back guarantee. Text FIT to 511-511. Morning kick. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tax fees may apply. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Man, Los Angeles was hopping over the weekend. You had the clash, which was moved from Sunday afternoon, evening to Saturday night. And then, of course, you had the Grammys on Sunday night. Richard C. Suave, you care to share with the Freak Nation how jacked <laughs> up you were Sunday night uh, to hear that Taylor Swift is dropping another freaking album coming up in April? Uh, first of all, you should never have given me the mic on this. Be ready to mute me anytime because I can go off on 20 minutes for no. For everything that's happening in the world of Taylor Swift right now. First off, congratulations, Taylor, winning a couple of awards, best pop vocal album, and and making history. She is now the most awarded artist in the history of the Grammys, the only four-time winner for best album ever. Taylor Swift, number one in the history of the Grammys. Oh, and she also, out of the blue, completely out of nowhere, took a complete left turn mm. and decided to announce her 11th studio album due out in April, officially known to us Swifties as TS11. <laughs> the Tortured Poets Department is coming out on April 19th. I am. Uh, I have already pre-ordered it. Uh, I am. I pre-ordered the vinyl to white. Uh, it's the the. It's a white pressing. I'm excited. This is it was too much. I'm just I'm flabbergasted. I can keep going if you want. Did you was, do this during the show? 
Did you order the vinyl during the show Sunday night? I ordered it as soon as it went live. Yes, absolutely. Which, yes, during the show. Now, what, what do, where do you think my priorities lie? Do you think it's on, oh. the, on the show or when Taylor Swift randomly drops an album out of nowhere? What do you think I'm going to do? Wait, Richie, as the resident Swifty, what's the over and under? Is Las Vegas taking any odds on whether or not Travis Kelsey will be one of the boyfriends ripped apart in this next album? <laughs> <laughs> it's already recorded though yeah it's so. been recorded for it's been this, this album has been in the works for a while so no travis mentions yet no they, can all, they can always replace a, a track you know that yeah. doesn't take much that's true we'll leave it to the swifty detectives there are actual like swifty detectives out there that can figure these things SDs? out a lot easier than me SDs. I want to be an swifty detectives oh freak nation if you missed any of the show, go to the website, speedfreaks.tv, or, of course, our YouTube page, Official Speed Freaks. You can see the entire show, and you'll catch the repeats on MAV TV. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes, the Grammys were, uh, again, Sunday night, and Alice Cooper celebrated his 76th birthday on Sunday for the Grammys, and I figured, why not, man? We celebrated... What would have been Eddie Van Halen's 69th birthday last week? So why not celebrate Alice Cooper's 76th birthday? And got some funny, funny anecdotes on uh, Alice Cooper. Stories, backstage stories, some good insight to Alice Cooper. But here you go. We're going back to 1998 on this one. When uh, yours truly was anchoring from the desk. I think I might have gone regardless. It is. Uh, it's Alice Cooper. Do you have your high pitched voice? I don't know. We're just. We're about to find out. Crash. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, Alice Cooper with yours truly. Twenty six years. Well, when you think of rocker Alice Cooper, maybe guillotines and snakes come to mind, and that's just his concerts. But when he loses the sideshow, his other passion, golf, it takes over and comes front row center. And this is another performance that you won't believe. No Yep, it's Alice Cooper, better known for handling a snake than a golf club. And to Alice, it's sometimes tough to separate the two. I'll be in the middle of a real dramatic moment where I'm in a straight jacket and I'm getting out and I'm really emotional in there and I'm going, why didn't I hit that six iron? Why was I thinking seven iron on that hole? And then I go, no, go back to the show. You know? <laughs> Did you pick up golf for a reason at one time? I was, I was spent so much time in a hotel room drinking and watching television and i finally just got to the point i said i gotta get out of here my road manager then was an irish guy named joe gannon and he says well we're gonna go play golf and i said i'll go with you just to get out of here i went from like 36 handicapped to six and um and i got addicted to it oh that could be good and playing five times a week has helped alice master this addiction that and believe it or not similarities of performing on stage you get in the middle of swing and you go jeez if i just do that and if i can just remember that it's muscle memory, and I think a lot of stage show is like that, too. I have certain moves I do every night because I know they work. Yeah, playing with Alice Cooper can be intimidating, and not because of his reputation as the king of shock rock. This Detroit native likes to compete. And I come out here with total idea to win. And it's the same thing with music, and that's what keeps me going for 30 years on stage, is the competition. Wow. Oh, yeah, there you go. Well done, Alice Cooper. We went out, we went on to finish second in the tournament, the TJ Martell tournament. Dweezil Zappa was on my mm. team there. Okay, yeah. This is the week of the Waste Management Phoenix Open, right? In the backyard of Alex Cooper. So, 
Alice Cooper nominated for three Grammys. His last Grammy was 2019 as he was part of the live cast for Jesus Christ Superstar at the time. Alice Cooper nominated again for in 2019, a couple of times before that. But some stories about Alice Cooper. When I first met him was 1986, prior to a Texas jam, and hanging with him in a uh, a party prior to the jam, Texas jam, wasn't drinking. And then that's when he shared with me, and I believe you can fact check this online as well, that his drinking problem was so bad, he, he would drink a case of Budweiser a day. Ooh. A case of Budweiser a day for Alice Cooper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's been sober for a while, right? Quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Hell of a golfer. And this is this is how much pull Alice Cooper has with, at least at the time, Taylor Made was his sponsor, was his partner, uh, supplied him with endless golf clubs. I broke his driver during that. You were borrowing Alice Cooper's clubs? Yeah, I, I wanted to try it as Taylor Made. Okay. And you know, if you're if you're a golfer, you'll you'll take the driver here in your left hand, have the tee and the ball in your right hand, and you'll bend down and put the tee and the ball into the ground. It's kind of like old man style, and you hold yourself up with the with the driver. And I put I put a little bit too much pressure on the driver and snap. Oh, I mean, it was going to snap anyway, man. I, I, listen, I'm not, I don't weigh 300 freaking pounds, so I snapped his driver, and you know what happened? Dude was cool with it. They freaking helicoptered. No, uh, yes. no they did not. Mm -hmm. They helicoptered a driver to Alice Cooper. In the middle of this tournament. Yeah. It is. Wait a minute. In the next few minutes, <laughs> he, he just called them and they flew it to the golf course? Yeah. No problem, Kenny. That's before I almost had cell phones on the golf course. I don't remember how it happened, but I mean, I got yeah. Well, there were cell phones in '98. We so weren't he, carrying them like we are now. Crash. So did he have his little beeper on? And did, did, <laughs> yeah, did, what was the four three seven seven zero for? Or no, that's hello. Wait, what was help? Yeah, <laughs> help. Need another tailor-made. I don't. I listen. It's just one of the many memories that uh, fortunately stuck with me. There's many that have it. Wow. Throughout the years, yeah, yeah that's big. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. I will say Alice Cooper's music camps or music stores all around the Phoenix area for kids are just blowing up. I mean they have they've been blown up for a while. Yeah. They are amazing. His involvement with the youth in and around Phoenix is so so big. And I, I just love that. That's I didn't really know much about him until we moved to Phoenix. And then he was the main sponsor of a fashion runway show that our daughter at the time, two years old, was a part of. And I thought, whoa, what, what's this guy doing in fashion? And it's all kids. But he was having the time of his life. He's he's a good hearted dude. So there you go, Freak Nation. Alice Cooper celebrating his 76th birthday over the weekend, actually the day of the Grammys. And I figured, why not, man? Another, another chance to throw in some freaking rock and roll into the Freak Nation uh, with Alice Cooper. Uh, now, there is, a, there is a chance to throw in some You football. can tell by the tie that I was wearing that I was anchoring sports. So that was the tie. <laughs> you know, people, people, Speed Freaks was born from that tie, yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> people were, were taken aback by what we did at Channel 13, UPN News, KCOP in Los Angeles, where, again, one week I'd be hanging on set with Anthrax, next week, next week I'd be with Celine Dion. And then the next week, I'd be hanging with this young dude named Shaquille O'Neal. 
with the Lakers. It was just, <laughs> it was just, we had a news director uh, that was just awesome. And he just, he gave us the freedom to, to do those things from time to time. And actually, um, I was looking on that, that conglomerate tape that I had with Alice Cooper. There's a bit that I did with Michael Andretti and the new Hanford device uh, for CART when they went wow. tested at California Speedway. So the same, 1998? Yeah. And the Hanford device? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andretti. Now, wait, wait, wait. You got to get this. Wait, 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 30 seconds. There's a quick headline. Tom Brady's team in the electric powerboat offshore racing won the inaugural race this weekend in Saudi Arabia. Tom Brady. There you go. Makes his way into motorsports. All right, Freak Nation. Let's do this. Oh, goodness. We'll do it again next week. Shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. See. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. You take car maintenance seriously, and you want to pass on that legacy of care. Use Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer to shield your engine from excessive heat, debris, and friction. Trust Lucas Oil. It works. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway on June 1st and 2nd, 2024. The time to get your tickets is now. $10 down, you can lock in your seats for an incredible weekend of family fun featuring the Enjoy Illinois 300 and the Confluence Music Festival. It all adds up to one amazing party. Go to www.raceway.com for the hottest ticket of the year. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAP TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAP TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network.